Welcome to Women in Chemicals, Woman of the Week. I'm Amelia. And I'm Kylie. And we're joined this afternoon by Brittany Hennings, Marketing Communications Manager for Sealand Chemical Company. Hi, everyone. This week's episode is sponsored by ChemSynergy. ChemSynergy Inc. is a family-owned global trading and distribution company that is proud to be 50% woman-owned. Need product in a hurry? Looking to cover your product needs a few months down the road? Either way, ChemSynergy has you covered. Their team is set up so they can pivot quickly, providing huge value to their customers and suppliers in this fast-changing market. With stock on the ground all over the U.S. and Canada, ChemSynergy is able to provide its customers with just-in-time service. Their procurement team imports materials from various countries in Asia, Europe, and North America, giving their customers many options for just-in-case supply as well. Great. Thanks, Amelia. And thanks, Brittany, so much for joining us here this afternoon. Um, We love to kick these introductions off by letting you tell our community a little bit about yourself. So uh, help us to understand how you found your way into the industry, uh, what your current role is, and your career goals um, for your career journey. Awesome. Thank you, Kylie. So I definitely ended up in the chemical industry by a happy accident is how I'd like to word it. Uh, So I was a junior in college at the time when I received an email from one of the deans uh, looking for an intern at Sealand Chemical Company. And I thought the opportunity seemed really interesting and seemed to fit my skill set really well. So I applied and I got the internship and it's been um, magical ever since. I don't think I want to leave. Uh, What worked out really well with me is uh, I did not know the chemical industry existed. I really think it's a hidden industry, uh, but I was actually going to get a degree in marketing with a minor in biology. And so that really attested to my interest in the sciences. And I just like understanding how things work. I'm definitely no chemist, but I like science. I think it's really interesting. Uh, So I'm now currently the marketing communications manager at Sealand Chemical Company, and I definitely have some lofty career goals uh, over the next, what, probably 40 years, <laughs> which is kind of crazy to say. Uh, so I'm in no rush to make them happen. I think everything happens in good time, but I'd like to pave the way and do the things that we all say we want to do and hopefully make it easier for other women and, and be a mentor in the future and, and just pave the way for others. Great. That's awesome. And Brittany, out of curiosity, where did you get your undergrad? Uh, Cleveland State University. Okay. Very cool. Do you return at all and do any activities with the school there? I'll actually be speaking next month to a marketing class. Oh, awesome. That's so awesome. Good for you. I love being able to do stuff like that myself. Um, So that's great. And hopefully Women in Chemicals gets the opportunity to speak in schools uh, soon here when when we're able to do so. so. Brittany, you mentioned kind of entering the industry by happenstance. Um, Can you help us to understand so far with your experience at Sealand and your interactions in the industry, um, what they've been like? And and do you perceive those as being male dominated? Um, And if so, how are you advocating for yourself and for other women in the industry? Definitely. It's without a doubt a male majority industry, especially as you're looking at um, upper management and the leaders of the industry. However, I think that 
I'm very lucky to have entered at this time because I do think the tides have already turned and people are very open. The men are open. They're willing to work with the women. They want to see us succeed, which I really appreciate. Um, I've attended a couple NACD events this year where there definitely weren't a whole lot of women present, but the women that were there were active, engaged, and some were speakers. They were just highly involved. Uh, so I definitely think there's room for us in the industry. I think you make a good point. So while we might not be the majority present in some of these situations, the emphasis that you have in, in saying, you know, the words, the keywords of active, engaged, involved, um, it's so important. I think we need women to be visible for other women to feel comfortable to jump in on those conversations and those activities. So I'm glad that you are seeing that happen at some of these industry events. And I hope that that continues. So you are relatively earlier in your career, as we were just kind of talking about how we might be in the industry here for, you know, 30 to 40 years yet. Um, from your point of view, Brittany, are chemical companies doing enough to attract and retain women today? Um, and how do you educate your peers on the industry? So you said it was kind of a surprise industry for you when you joined. How do we make that less of a surprise moving forward? Yeah, that's a great question. So I think that all companies across all industries are struggling right now to find talent. Uh, it's unfortunately a, just a really big issue, regardless of you're looking to hire male or females really at this point, it's just a struggle to get good talent. And so then if you want good female talent, you really have to look deeper and make sure that you understand what the needs are that they have that are different from their male counterparts. Uh, I do think the chemical industry is doing a good job. I mean, look at us, we're all here. Um, so that's exciting, but there's always more that can be done, especially with like hybrid work schedules that you're seeing a lot of companies come out as come out having, um, and various things like that. I think we're seeing a rapidly changing labor market. Um, and additionally, when it comes to my peers, I don't stop talking about the chemical industry, um, because I think it's hidden and people don't understand what we really do and what our impact is on the world around us and how important chemicals are. Because uh, we're so high up the supply chain and we affect so much, but it's just not seen in people's daily lives in a transparent way. You made so many good points there. And so I sit in a sourcing mindset um, for my day to day. And so I'll be the first to admit before I joined our chemicals team within our sourcing organization, you are like preaching to the choir here and that as a, you know, not involved in the chemicals team space person, I am not aware or was not aware of how the chemicals industry touches quite literally everything that we consume um, and how impactful it is. So especially in today's environment with the supply chain constraints we're working under, um, you know, the importance needs to be vocalized and recognized, you know, a bit more. And I think, um, I think I'm seeing more of it. I mean, I, I don't know about you both, but I'm, I'm reading more and more articles about, um, the, the chemicals industry and the supply chain and, and the hoops and, and the, the, the struggles we've had to jump through just to get supply for, you know, things that are essential to COVID relief and, and hurricane relief and things like that. Yeah, we are in insane times right now, and I'm kind of happy that it's early on in my career because then I'll be able to use it for a long time <laughs> um, and put that, 
that experience to good use. Uh, any woman that's in this in this position right now, the great thing is everyone is on an equal playing field. This isn't something that like singular events have happened over time, like we've seen in the last year, but not the accumulation of everything that's happened in the last 18 months. Um, so I think that we just have to remember it's an opportunity and we're all learning and we're all in this together. <laughs> that is a helpful mindset that I probably yes. should remind myself a bit more of some of the days when I'm having tough days myself. Um, so a, a perfect segue into our next question kind of mentions and recognizes the fact that we are in some very unique times right now. I mean, no one could predict and, and all of the conversations I have um, with my my colleagues, both internally and externally to my organization, call out the fact that, you know, in their tenure within the industry, they've never seen anything like it, right? So um, what do you do, you know, in your day to day or over the last two two years or so to overcome some of these difficulties? I try to stay positive. Um, but sometimes you can only be so positive because I've been wrong a lot as well, <laughs> thinking things are going to, we're going to turn that corner, uh, but we really are all in it together. So it's just keeping that healthy mindset and leaning on our, not just our teammates at our organizations, but our industry peers to get through this is really important. And because we want the whole industry to come through stronger and there's a lot of challenges we're facing and we have to work together to get through them. Uh, so that's really the approach I've taken. And then just trying to learn as much as we can during all this too. Um, so not necessarily, if there's a problem that doesn't affect my job, I'm not going to be like, oh, that doesn't, I don't have to learn about that. I still want to understand what's going on so that in the future, I can hopefully be more impactful. Absolutely. So how do we carry that over, Brittany, into helping other women in our community that are also trying to navigate these difficulties and these challenges? I think participating in women in chemicals is a great start. We need a great Good answer. It's just about talking to each other and understanding that we're all going through this and communication and is, is really the best thing we can do with each other and not being afraid and understanding this is unfortunately like the new norm. Um, and so there's no shame or anything in it because we're all going through it. I think that's a good point. And Amelia, I don't know about you, but my experience in a lot of these conversations, um, I walk away from a lot of them feeling like I can relate to who we're, we're speaking with. And it is in some shape and, and, and form relieving to hear, um, to understand and call out the fact that I am certainly not alone. And to have that actually like discussed and called out um, gives a little bit of a less weight on my shoulders too. So um, I completely agree with you and having this outlet has been tremendously helpful, at least for me over the last, you know, nine months so far, Amelia, how about you? I feel the exact same way, Kylie. I mean, we talk a lot about how we've never had so much visibility to our supply chains, but I feel like we've also never had as much visibility to just all of the issues that everybody is going through. So like when things come up for me, like an issue with my supply chain or a delay in a shipment or just whatever, like I want to panic and get so upset and just like hearing from other people, like, oh, I've been in it. Like it's been tough or I'm having a really bad day at work or my plant is having issues. I'm just like, okay, I can take a deep exhale because like, there's no way that I'm the only supplier in the market that's delivering late to my customer or 
just like the various other issues that people are going through make my problems feel a little bit smaller and makes it just a little bit more like tolerable for me to fight another day. It also makes me proud, I would say, like to know that all of these great, passionate, you know, the fact that you are like feeling the pressures of it yourself means that you are in it, your passion's there. And, and those are the right people that we want to be fighting this fight, right? So I think it's just, it's motivational and inspirational for me each time. Um, Brittany, one of the biggest trends in the industry right now is a move towards digitization in many aspects, including more emphasis on the piece of business where you sit in marketing communications. Um, so many companies in the chemicals industry are lacking in their digital marketing platforms. So I ask and, and want to know more from you about what you've seen about um, the biggest benefits that Sealand has seen from investing in marketing communications. Yep. So digitalization is not going anywhere. It is our lives. Uh, and it's very overwhelming if you haven't done it before. So what I just always recommend is like, take a breath. You don't have to do it all at once. Uh, you just want to take a look at it and start to understand it in the basics. You'll never understand everything, even because you always have to learn. It's it's changing from today, tomorrow. Tomorrow, Google can come out with a new update and it's all going to change. Right. So you don't have to feel like you have to master it. Uh, you just want to be working with a team that is constantly learning and constantly growing with it and creating a actionable timeline of what you want to do and what, what goals you want to reach in your organization. Uh, so digital, having a digital platform, a website is very important. Um, LinkedIn is very important, especially in the B2B space, um, doing things like podcasts and being present on the internet is just really important in getting your brand out there and then just not being afraid. I really recommend, especially for small companies, you work with an agency because you don't have to master it then. You can work with a B2B agency in your area or, a global, or national or global org that will get you the information you need and help you learn as you go and build up to where it meets the needs of your company. Um, and so then you can do your Twitter, you can do your SEO, you can do your AdWords, uh, the list goes on and tomorrow there'll be something new. Uh, <laughs> but the big thing is just not let it be overwhelming. I know we've talked a number of times about these topics and lean on your peers in the industry that do understand it and do know what's going on that can help educate you and help you make some insightful decisions. I think this is sparking an idea, Amelia, I'm making a note about a potential digitization panel event where we, we get some, some folks that have like Brittany, some experience here to share with our community that might not be, you know, as educated yet, but are eager to learn. Um, Definitely. I'm most interested in watching what's going to happen with e-commerce in the industry. Uh, yeah. So digitalization has happened. Like most companies have websites, they have a presence, but what capabilities they have on the internet are still limited. And especially as the industry as a whole, because mm -hmm. um, you're talking about highly specialized products, highly specialized POs, um, everything's kind of different. It's not like you're going to Walmart and you're buying something off the shelf necessarily. So I'm really interested over the next five to 10 years to see where e-commerce goes if e-commerce is the route, it might not be the route. It might be more of a platform-based approach. It might be more of um, portals. There are so many options companies can look at, um, but just really understanding all the options is your best way to go before making a decision. 
Absolutely. So you, you mentioned you, you highlight e-commerce uh, as where you see future trends going. Is there any other um, future trends that you're keeping top of mind as you think about your marketing strategy? They, there are a million. Uh, so the big <laughs> one uh, I think that's really important is always search engine optimization, uh, especially when you sit in a position like myself where you're at a specialty chemical company. Um, because it's just uh, really interesting and you want to be on Google and those types of things. There's also AdWords. Um, I can really get into the nitty gritty of these guys, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, and it still is applicable. Just sometimes you have to make sure every situation you're picking the tool that is best suited to solve your problem and to get you to your end goal. Um, it's not just SEO for everything or AdWords for everything. They're kind of tools that you use in different situations. Yeah. And do you identify what tools to use when just through experience or is there like what, what guides you in those decisions? Yes. Yeah, so par- partially it's experience of so trying something out and being like, this doesn't work or it does work. I'm also working with an agency that has done it with other sure. um, manufacturers or like distributors, most likely not necessarily in the chemical space, but they might've worked with a distributor in another space and have learned a lot because um, when you're selling that many products into an industry, your approach is a lot different than if you're at a company where you've got 10 items you're selling. Right. Absolutely. No, lots of good topics of conversation. I, mm, I'm going to grab you, Brittany, for, for a potential <laughs> event in the future, I think. Amelia, do you have any comments there before we kind of move towards wrapping up here? Yeah, I just want to circle back to a comment that Brittany made about leaning on your peer network. And I think we have to acknowledge and call out that Brittany has helped us at Women in Chemicals so much already. Um, She reached out when we first set up our new email and all of our emails were getting bounced and basically (laughs) explained server health to us, gave us HubSpot as a platform um, recommendation to make our emails nicer. So if any of you notice that our emails have gotten a lot more user-friendly in the past two months, you can send Brittany a personal thank you um, <laughs> for taking the initiative to reach out to us and really help us make Women in Chemicals a better organization. So thank you, Brittany. Thank you guys. It was, I'm, I was really excited to reach out to you guys and volunteer some of my knowledge and help out something that I think is really important. There was a yeah. question I wanted to circle back to though. Do you think we can Absolutely, please. I think I skated over it um, on my list, which was um, how are you advocating for yourself and other women in the industry? Uh, so I think this is a really important question to talk about. And um, because it's something you have to be strategic about and you have to think about in your everyday life when you're working and and having short-term and long-term goals in your career, especially if you are a woman, because statistically we just don't as a whole across the nation, don't get promoted at the same rates as our male peers. Um, Not that I I don't have the exact details on the stats for our industry, but um, I'll share, I've shared an article with Amelia and Kylie and hopefully they can attach it. I think in the zoom, it's, it's a little bit older. It's from 2019, but it looks at some data collected from lean in that has really helped me in creating a strategy for my career, especially this early on. Sometimes it feels like, Oh, I'm, I'm in my entry level job. What, what can I be doing for my career in 20 years? And really it's that first promotion, according to this article on LinkedIn, that's the most important to a woman's success throughout her career. 
Women who are promoted within the first five to six years of their career at the same rate as their male peers, like if they get that same promotion at the same time as their peers, then receive statistically equal promotions throughout the rest of their career. Um, so at first one, it's, uh, I believe it's like miss the rung is what they're calling it. Um, so if you're on that ladder and you're climbing it, that first ladder, if that, that step's missing, you can't go any further. Um, so if that helps a lot of people thinking about the more short-term career goals, because it's really hard when you're looking at 40 years of work ahead of you. Um, so focus on that first promotion. And then as you're advocating for yourself, um, remember that you're not just advocating for yourself, you're advocating for everyone. And you want to find people who can advocate for you. Um, sometimes there's only so much work you can do uh, to advocate for yourself, but you need a mentor or a peer in the industry who can help promote you as well. Uh, so I've had that and that has helped me tremendously um, because I not only came in as an intern, but I came in from uh, inner city Cleveland. That's where I came from. I, it's a very different world. I come from a blue collar working world into this business world. And I had so many questions. Um, so finding somebody you trust and that can mentor you and, and talk to you and, and explain things to you. Um, professionally and candidly will really help. And then focusing on that first promotion if you're early in your career is going to really help as well. I'm motivated to, to prepare for my career journey um, right after this meeting. I You made it very easy to like flip a light bulb in my head with what you just explained, because I will be the first to admit I am very overwhelmed by the idea of planning for my you know 40-year career. And to kind of make the scope a little bit more swallowable by acknowledging that the first five to six years here is very critical and important is super helpful for me. So thank you for sharing that. Yep. And some of the things I've done during COVID as well as, uh, so I reached out to a professor uh, at Cleveland State, my school and said, hey, these are the things I do in my daily job with marketing. I'd love to come in and speak to your class if you have time or would like it. And so that's both going to educate students on real life marketing. It's going to promote the chemical industry. It's going to promote women in chemicals. Um, and it's going to promote my company, which is all really important things. Um, additionally, I have, there was a period of time where I was adding people on LinkedIn and messaging them and saying, hey, do you want to have like a Zoom lunch? Because I'm missing out on early networking that most people get in their career that I've missed out on this last year without having events to go to. Um, and I had a couple lunch calls with people and got to hear about their stories and how they got where they are in the industry as well. That's so awesome. I think that's a great way to still get that networking that we all you know, need to succeed in an environment where that's, that flexibility has kind of not been as easy to, to grasp onto. I think that's great. So Brittany, all of the, all that you have shared has kind of my mind spinning and, and motivated to keep digging and continue my career planning and, and all of those things. Um, we always like to close out our interviews by opening up the door for any last minute advice, recommendations. You know, you mentioned um, a little bit about uh, digitization in podcasts and things like that. So if you've got um, recommendations there, we'll take them or book recommendations, anything. So I'll open it up to you. Yeah. I, so the recommendation I have for this one is finding people throughout history and 
currently alive that inspire you? Uh, so the person I turn to uh, that inspires me as a woman in chemicals is Marie Curie. Personally, I latched onto her in sixth grade when I wrote a report of her in science class. And there's a great Amazon movie out. It's like an Amazon special on Prime, I think, about her life and understanding what she accomplished in the 1900s. She received her first Nobel Prize in 1903, uh, her second in 1911. She's one of only four people in the entire world who have won two Nobel Prizes, the only woman who's won two no Nobel Prizes, and the only person who's won two Nobel Prizes in different studies of science, one in physics and one in chemistry. Uh, so she did that in 1900. Like, I can do, um, we all can do whatever we want. Like, we can do it. I know we can. Uh, so those are the things I lean on and think about the people who have done it because there are, there are great models. Um, additionally, as a woman in chemicals, I challenge anyone to not just look at your women counterparts and what they've achieved, achieved, but look at your male counterparts. Like who is a male in your company or the industry that you aspire to be like and want to have a career similar as, um, because they've done it too. And they're great role models. Yeah, you said it so well. I think this is the perfect place to end. Amelia, do you have anything to add? That's it. I'm inspired. I need to watch this movie on Marie Curie and we need to like recognize her. She's an unofficial inspiration of or official inspiration of women in chemicals. Well, thanks so much, Brittany, for your time. And I cannot wait for the rest of our community to hear today's interview. Thank you, guys.